0: Well, baby, you've been on my mind. I think about you all the time. Oh, I wanna see your face. Got a couple stuff with way. the Phoenician. I just love it there. It's just really hot. Maybe because I'm old and I was younger there, but it's just always hot.
1: Well, they were having a a round of uh, humidity that was uncommon for this. Yes, in Phoenix, like we're talking like 60% humidity on top of the heat. On top of the heat, it was. (laughs) And and you're talking
0: Louisiana, Houston. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. like I was even like, we got some humidity. (laughs) But but
1: let's let's talk about Matt because last time we didn't get to really talk a lot about uh, a lot about Matt. So, where are you from?
2: Originally uh, born in California. Yeah. LA tell by is that, that why you're wearing uh, the Padres jersey? Uh, well, I was jersey. born in L.A. Uh, mom and dad split up when I was 19 months. Mom went to San Diego. Dad stayed in L.A. Uh, so I moved with my mom till I was eight. Okay. So instant love for San Diego, Padres, yeah. all things San Diego. So Got it. My roots, even though they're kind of um, L.A. area, that was high school and all that yeah. kind of stuff, um, my, my love is definitely SoCal, is definitely uh, San Diego. Um, California kind of sucks. as the yeah. state now, but... Um, San Diego will always come. Well, you know, on, San, the weather, I fell in love in I, I San tell, Diego. I tell over.
0: anybody, the weather, yeah. you can't beat
2: it. You can't. But, you I can't. mean, it's come to a point in your life where, you know, weather is why we stay, but it's become such a low, important thing that there's so many other things that are Which more is why important than weather. It's why you Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's, let's talk about that for a minute because I, I fell in love in San Diego one time. Uh, San Diego. San Diego. Uh, stay classy. We, we went – to San Diego UT football Mm -hmm. in uh, 2000 and in 2001. For, for the, the holiday, holiday bowl, bowl. Yep. back-to-back years we played oregon and lost in 2000 we remember played that. washington yep and won with major Applewhite. so that's back when you were on the, the yeah. that's when cool. i was there yeah yeah and so the <laughs> game's there you go that's when you played he goes that's yep. when i was there that's when i was there, <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yeah uh, so the game is like on december 28th or something like that and so you get there a week ahead of time so we we had to spend christmas in san diego so yep. we get to chris you know we get there and we would have uh christmas morning uh like breakfast And then we would have Christmas morning practice uh, to get ready for the game. It'd be like our Wednesday practice or whatever, in shorts and shoulder pads and and that kind of stuff. And I can remember going out to practice on Christmas Day in shorts and shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. uh, Like 62 degrees and crisp. And by the end of practice, it was 74 and sunny and just gorgeous, just beautiful. So I love San Diego for the weather. Absolutely. But why are so many Californians coming to Austin?
2: <laughs> it's a great question. It's it's California as a whole, it's just really tough to make it there. I mean, it's really tough especially for right. younger couples yeah. who are just starting families and stuff. I mean, when you when you go to buy your first house and yeah. it's 1600 square feet for, you know, a million dollars. I mean, yeah. you're just in a bad spot. Gas is out of control. Everything, they put a lot of taxes on prop on props and I mean, it's just everything is tax. I mean, I've got family out there who's, you know, 52, 54% of your
1: paycheck is gone every time. Yep, Jesus. So. Now, do you see the benefit of all that extra tax? I mean, do you feel no. like there's, I mean, no. so what does it all go to? Don't know. <laughs> Don't know.
0: Well, I,
2: the politician, you know, what yeah. really did California bad is, um, all the pensions that they have
1: yep. pensions yeah, and yeah. stuff. I, I mean, it just, that gets expensive, really expensive because yeah. yep. they're essentially they're paying for people's retirement I- uh, infinitely yep. until they die. Yep and uh
0: well i'll tell you i think there's so i've always looked at california in in different regions so different times i've visited or hell i did 90 days in valencia which is just north of la Um, and you know my company was paying for my apartment i had a electric car i was like this is the greatest place ever go down to sunset almost every night by the way i brought brandon sunset the rainbow Um, and, and listen, I would go see the greatest comedians ever for $25, Mm -hmm. you know? So it it does like, if stuff's getting paid for that's cool. Yeah. San Francisco. I used to love San Mateo, but that area is out of control. control. The one thing that I is from my friends and also military have stayed consistent in San Diego and they're the ones that are still trying to hold on going, man, it's still tough. So I would say out of all the people that I've met from California that moved to Austin, texas in general it's mostly been la up yeah i meant even some sacramento still hanging in there but i meant my love for san diego started with my brother graduated from the marines and we flew out there
1: um yeah, huge navy town
0: right navy marine but but marine yeah and uh i couldn't believe it and we were able to catch a baseball game there pendleton i think so yeah yeah, I should know this. Um, but I remember catching a baseball game there, and I'd always loved baseball games. And when I went to that field, Jack Murray, and, the and remember, one they had one of the greatest old. baseball players oh, had ever, to be the in my ones. opinion. That's Jack Murphy. Yeah, Tony Gwynn would just – Oh, yeah, that's, that's just, my guy right there. <laughs> that's, so that's I would tell guy. you, and then being outside, you're like, the weather is amazing. Yeah. And so I fell in love with it. So then anytime we would have pharmaceutical stuff out there or – Anytime I get a chance to go to San Diego, I've never taken just a vacation there, but um, man, I love it. So when he walked in this morning, of course, well, yeah, so I was going to ask,
1: Jay. I don't watch sports yeah. other than the Longhorns. I know. I know. Beat OU last we're week. We're on the, we're, um, we're,
0: we're, OU sucks. We're on um, the, uh, we're on the Tuesday after Red River. I had Red. A,
1: I had a talk with my attorney the other day, one of my attorneys. And like, as we were hanging up the zoom call, he's like, Oh, you sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, are the Padres uh, – it's playoff time? Today are, are, is uh, – they just beat
2: the Mets in the wild card And they weren't round. supposed okay. to. They oh. were on the road for three straight games. They had Jerome. They had, had 101 sh- they had Matt. Uh, they had... wins during the regular season. Knocked okay. them out. Now they got game one tonight. And so, LA. Brandon, why this is Dodgers, significant Dodgers. – Oh, this, this is going to be but intense. But it's tough because, I mean, they have yep. played 19 times this year, and the yep. Dodgers have beat them 14. Uh, they're kind of, you know, the stepchildren of, of the AFC West. But, man, you know, in, in baseball – Good pitching always beats good hitting no, in the playoffs. No, not
0: sure. – well, what just happened? So and right this has now been the Padres' first. arms are – So it's two out of three on the weekend, and Mets have some of the best Max Scherzer. They, I mean, it was, supposed to, it was supposed to be the Mets year. Yeah. They've won more games than they ever have. 101. And, man, it, so great game. Y'all are missing the – by hands down, could be the best young prospect ever playing. Tatis, throw he's, him he's, in that he, lineup. He's, ta- he's taking a little break. But yeah, and and I think they're going to beat the Dodgers. Like I hope so, I really I like
1: do. Rehab or what? no?
0: He
2: uh, he was he, he was doing something stupid <laughs> in, in the off season. He uh-huh. broke, broke his wrist riding a motorcycle. Oh. and then during he's from Puerto Rico. I mean uh, Dominican. Dominican. Uh, Why he was in the off season? Um, or rehabbing and all that kind of stuff. He supposedly took some spray for, what was it, mono or something like that, uh, and it had an illegal band hands, substance in it, uh, so performance 80 games. Oh. Yeah. And you got to understand, he just signed so one when's of he the back? biggest. Is going to play He's the... back like 30 games in next
1: year. Oh, oh so he's, yeah. no, he's he, done – like Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: a big one. Mm. Uh, but he signed one of the largest deals – this last year at 21 man at 21 years, years old oh he's a freak like 30 million that's he's a freak crazy he's a freak, he's a freak. that's awesome but uh, that's why i'm pulling for a pod i'm pulling for the podcast okay. for many reasons i don't so like la is I'm this an is this fan.
1: is it still three games no or is now it? Seven. no seven no now games. you go seven okay
0: so they just started this, this. Anyways, we're getting geeked out in baseball. Sorry. But, yeah, Padres are starting okay. well, against the Dodgers.
1: Well, congratulations to Thank your you. Padres. Thank really you. pumped for and you. And I hope yeah. you beat the Dodgers. So, so, I'm an Astros fan. So, so you went to high school in San Diego. No, L.A. LA. LA. So
2: I moved to L.A. area when I was at, at 8 Simi Valley. It's a okay. little suburb of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, played baseball there. Uh, the, we were the number – I was in the same draft class as Jeter – uh, at Arod was a year below us. I
0: think I've heard of those guys. So yeah. Derek? Yeah, Derek. Yeah, Derek
2: Jeter and Arod. Yeah, Alex. Roy so Rodriguez. we were uh, we were the third ranked um, division, Marmani League in America. Oh wow! And I mean, our our division in that Southern California was legit. Thousand Oaks, Simi Valley. I was gonna uh, say Ventura Thousand Oaks, County, all that. Back. I mean, legit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my senior year was fun. We we had five guys get drafted on my team and God damn. yeah, we were uh, we were a powerhouse.
0: Now where did you go right after high school to play? So I
2: got drafted by the Padres. Now, um, look I was at I was gonna go to University of Reno or Texas. Uh huh. Texas I really wanted to go to.
0: And back uh, then yeah, they had a pretty darn good coach. They was was Augie coaching coach? There?
2: That was it. Yeah, yeah hey. absolutely. That's where I wanted to go back. Yeah. Um but I had a full ride to Reno and I had like partial to U T so Yeah, they do a lot of those partials. They do a lot of partials. Yeah. And, and especially Augie. in baseball. It's yeah. a lot of For parcels. Augie, why wouldn't they? So I told my dad, I said, "Look, one team can draft me, and one team only." And hold on, wait, 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 hold, hold on.
0: We, we talked about gambling earlier. Yeah. This is making sense. Where did you end up going?
2: It's Padres. That
0: boy. Peoria. Peoria. Yeah.
2: So I went to Peoria, where uh, Arizona, uh, where you were talking about. That was rookie ball. So straight out of high school, I graduated high school, had a yeah. party that night, walked the stage, and the very next morning I was in Peoria reporting into camp. Yeah. So it was. Um, I wish I would have went to college, to be honest, no. uh, when you're 18 and, and go straight from, you know, being all American and in the newspaper and everything. And the very next day, everyone is as good or if not better, better than and you. And they
0: don't speak English. You, they don't speak. You, <laughs> you, you,
2: you just don't know where you stand. Right. And you're a lost kid. That's why these kids who come out of school, I mean, who are no, 18, no. 19 mm-hmm. playing in the big leagues. So yeah. They're freaks. Yeah, they I are. Mean, they are freaks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is not easy to go do that at that age. The,
1: the maturation that happens yeah. over four years of college yep. is, is a big deal. It is. Yeah. And in
0: baseball, they kind of, and I don't know, I think it's still the rule, which kind of stinks. Like, so for us who got drafted, if I would've went D1, I would've had to wait to my, after my sophomore year to get drafted again. Uh-huh. Guys like us, either they get drafted or they go JUCO, Yep. and California has their own JUCO system. It's the country, junior college, And then California has their own system. Yeah. But I will tell you that a lot of people go to junior college so they can get drafted again the freshman year, get drafted again, or they could go D1. Because you
1: can re-enter the draft. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yep. So it's just kind of –
0: so if you go D1, I mean, the good news is you're there for two years. Yep. Yeah. And that's why those LSU teams those years, man, they were so good. They were freaks, man. Yeah. So how long did you – how far did you get up? I had single A, so I was two oh, years
2: boy. with Padres, got released, one year with the Angels, and that was it. And I just knew, I knew at 21 that. Isn't that this, great? Yeah, you just you knew. look around, you go like, what? You just know, man. Jeff just know. playing I was very first late place. mature. You know, I know I I have a decent size now, but I mean, I you're I, handsome. I, you're I handsome grew man. 11 inches my senior year. So what? Between junior and nah, I was five seven. So you would get all, you had Oscar year.
0: Slaughter's in what? your back and knee. Oscar Slaughter's is when you grow, no joke. You can look it up yeah like because uh, i grew six inches between my uh seventh and ninth grade year and then two more inches man i had to wear a brace i mean i had to get them drained i had my-
2: always had bad knees i was also a catcher too so i was gonna ask so yeah i was a catcher okay. so yeah. yeah so um
1: yeah yeah so, yeah. the, so, get, so then what? So you finished baseball? And I,
2: I, I knew at 21 that it was time to – my dad's a big businessman. I knew I wanted to go to – so I went to Chico State, Northern yeah. California. Yeah, okay. so, uh, great. I love that area. That Great baseball. Great baseball. Yeah. baseball. Um I tried to get my eligibility back. I uh, re- actually wrote the commissioner asking, but I had too many at-bats as a professional, so they went and let me play at Chico. What,
1: what was your – You made A ball? You made the roster of A ball? What was your – You couldn't? At-bat – percentage hold on not good as a professional probably less than 200 i don't even know if i hit the mendoza brandon we call that a batting average batting batting average that's what i meant the
2: Mendoza
0: line. Yeah. I don't He's like, know so I when you played top. sports ball. Yeah. <laughs> and the runs, not points. Yeah. I love it. How uh, many points did you score? <laughs> so, no. Hey, Mendoza.
2: How
1: many home hits did you have? Home know. hits. Yeah. I love it.
2: Yeah. So, it was, it was unfortunate. I mean, it was. No, yeah, was it wasn't. It was fate. Disagree. I mean, I, I told my dad only one team could draft me and I'll go. Besides that, I'm going to school. And I went I tried out at Jack Murphy Stadium. There Actually, it was like the year uh, Bobby Bonds Jr. There were some big yeah. names there. And I got drafted. Man, that's awesome.
0: So, I'll tell you, as someone who, who didn't in your position and chose the other route, I mean, what a great experience. I mean, tremendous. It geeks me out, right? And, and guys like me go, man, I want to hear, like, when we get off here, man, I'm going to go, you got to tell me some good ones. Because oh, yeah. everybody, like, we had uh, your buddy Ryan on. Ryan Cole Meyer. On. He tells the best, you know, he made the pros, but hearing his stories man and the ones he told us off air he wouldn't let us you know no, yeah. put stuff out there
2: there's many things that i won't say
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying like it's so it's just great yeah and it's life that's no, great and how i always
2: think it look i'm in a very very good place in my life i've got an amazing partner and i it sounds cheesy but everything i've ever done in my life has led me to where i am right now. i agree now, so. led you
0: right to us yeah today, today. I mean, on the pop there you go at so, the
2: ac um, it's one of those sliding door moments. Had I gone to college instead of gone minor leagues, I'd probably never met my wife. I'd probably be in a different place. Right. And what have you. So Well,
0: I'll tell you, I uh, I knew I knew you from afar um, yep. when I was with Phillips. And uh I had nothing but respect for you and, and that was
2: my bad. Let me say something real quick. So oh, I've always go. seen people as competition or he likes that, you know, I've always seen it like, why do I need to be buddies yeah. with people like the, uh, on R- respironics and stuff. And the more I went down to the Valley and, Oh, are you Matt Allard? And we're just getting crossed and Rose Baton <laughs> It came to a point where it's like, dude, this cat is cool, man. I don't care <laughs> if he works at respironics yeah. or not. So, um, it was funny because every time I went to the Valley, everyone thought I was you. Yeah. Always, well, always.
0: Well, and that just tells you how much trouble I got. No. Um, <laughs> but no, I, and I, I really mean that. I uh, One of the conversions I had in my life, I've had many, right? But I can remember thinking, well, why do I need to burn bridges? Makes you're, no sense. You're
1: an early i mean sex change that early is
0: yeah well yeah. look at me yeah. filled out, testosterone, yeah. time um, but you know why did burn man, bridges you had that that long ago what, and then- what's
2: going on today you're you, you're a revolutionary man. <laughs> feeling
0: pretty good you know i should have gotten man of the year or woman of the year by the um but no i will tell you that and then i always looked at like because my whole life i was in competition my whole life you get this how many friends did you have and maybe you didn't that played on other teams that played on other i mean it's a small fraternity of dudes i will be flying somewhere i travel quite a bit and i'll run into somebody they'll go allard like use my big ears or whatever but it, and it's just i just always felt that way yep. um you know and i don't know if i was taught it from my father or whatever but i always respected you from afar and i respected your work ethic and this is the reason why matt when people would ask me about you or say that you're in there just like with other companies that means you're working the worst thing you could get is to never hear about me like if we would have met and you'd have been like who wait, are you Matt Allard yeah you were in that ter- Never heard so of it's a sense of pride for me that you know I know I'm out working or working equally with my competition so I think that's and to
2: that point that's a, I, I I take great pride in that uh it was about a month and a half ago I was in the VA in Harlingen yeah and there was a next part I forget her name but she was from Respironics she's now with um with um, First Nation Group. Okay. So they're doing First Nation Groups who sells all the product to the VA. And um, after the meeting, she came up and she said, so you're Matt Goble, huh? Nice. And I said, I am. And I said, should I, do I know you or what have you? She said, I worked at Respironics. We know you very well. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and to me, that was like, that's no, it's yeah. that, that's perfect. Yeah. That, it's that's true. exactly and, what I want to And
0: I will tell you, First Nation, by the way, that's good. Yeah, That whole VA system is pretty awesome too. Yep. It's unique as opposed to every other place that in the state of Texas at least VA so yeah. college and McAllen all that do you still go down to Laredo all the time love it so I love covering the, the VA though very humble so much yeah. this. Very... this was the only this was the other difference we were the only two gringos that would go down to Laredo everybody yeah. would stop yeah. at Brownsville or stop in Padre they wouldn't go further down so that's where I always knew I had business Except your ass kept showing up. Yeah. But, yeah. I, mean, I like, like the food down there too much. It. Oh The food's so good I down love there. The, yeah. real, you're real the real Mexican oh, food. Yeah. Oh, you're it's on the, the board, Not Tex-Mex. Oh, you're food. on the board. Yeah. Oh, and it's trust me. I grew, I grew up in El
1: Paso, so I know real Mexican oh, food. Oh, El Paso. Um, L&Js. So uh, take us back, though. Like, What was your journey into the sleep world? Or sales, yeah. Or you know, sales, with sleep. Sales was going
2: to be my dad was a salesman so I, I either was going to be the starting center fielder catcher what have you for the padres <laughs> yeah. or i was going to be a salesman there was just no other yeah. route that i was going to go yeah. so like i said i knew that it was time for me to go i went to chico state um really bad stuff happened there with family so i mm-hmm. transferred to texas north texas Did lost, it? Let, uh, Denton, lost a bunch of credits in doing so from california to texas got it next thing i know i'm 25 um, a junior in college and said i'm done i just want to go work um so i started off my career and it started with um, um eas sports mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, and i went from there body for life myoplex all yeah. that kind of stuff and um, just found my niche and getting into sleep i love that when you're from san diego everyone knows about resmed everybody well yeah you don't know what resmed is wow. um they consistently every year win best business to to go work for locally nicest facility everyone so Um, I had a buddy named Nick uh, Winlow, who I think you remember from Narval, Uh um, who joined um, ResMed and said, we want you to come on over. And I said, you know, I know ResMed, but what the hell is sleep apnea? What is this? This..." And um, took the journey, took the dive in, and now 10 years into sleep, I I can't imagine anywhere else.
1: So literally no knowledge of sleep apnea until Narval. The only thing I knew about
2: sleep apnea before Narval was Reggie White. That's the only okay. thing I had Got ever it. known yep. was one of the greatest players of all time died of something called sleep apnea. Yeah. But I didn't know what a CPAP was. Okay. I didn't know what an MRD was. I didn't know any of that. And then they take you through pretty gnarly training at ResMed. They do and a great at job. first I was like,
1: I'm lost, man. Yeah. What is this? This is crazy. But 10 years <laughs> later, I love it. So when I started, uh, and, and this is interesting because you're kind of opposite. You, you went CPAP mm-hmm. and then transitioned into oral devices you went oral devices and transitioned into CPAP. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear a little bit about that because yep. in, in a way, um, CPAP is my biggest competitor. Yep. Uh, uh, not really, but in a way right. I would say it's not the other oral devices. It's not the other dentists or it's all that. It's all the patients that are going on CPAP by far. And you probably would have these statistics. You, you may, but you're not as smart. Um, how many people are prescribed a CPAP, you know, in the United States annually versus how many people are prescribed an oral device? Do you have any I numbers? We
0: have a percentage. So we, we always look at the percentage. Right now we have 9% of the market, was 9% of the market share. Oral
1: devices.
0: as 9% of the share of OSA.
1: Uh-huh. So 91% is going to yep. either CPAP or surgery. But that has or changed. Positional or inspired. positional. Yeah. But, or excite. But that, excite. Has, yeah. that
0: has changed. And I want to say the newest statistics, because we just um, had something published, I want to say we're up to like 12. And okay. That, and that's okay. all yeah. oral devices. And that's all oral devices. Yep. So, yeah. so coming into and this, and,
1: and the, the really cool thing about ResMed was I, what I was excited about with Narval mm-hmm. is physicians knew ResMed. Yep. So They loved.
0: Sleep physicians Sleep physicians
1: loved. knew ResMed. They know ResMed. Loved. Physicians know ResMed. They know CPAP. They know ResMed. And so when we would go in and say, well, we use this oral device and it's made by ResMed. Mm
0: -hmm. It's like,
1: you know, their ears perked up. It's like, oh, ResMed. They know it. It's familiar. It was almost like we were able to kind of get in and get some of that conversation going a little bit easier with physicians. What happened with the Narval? Because I was using a lot of Narval. They were comfortable. They were lightweight. They were... They had the ResMed name. We were getting physicians based on that relationship. And real quick,
0: and Matt, you were there when it switched, correct? Yes. Okay.
1: So this is where I'll throw ResMed under the bus. Well, You guys yeah, know that yeah, I yeah. – uh,
2: it's going to happen because there's still a little bitterness there. Um, you guys know that I love ResMed. I know. And I will always – I, I, no matter where I go, I always consider myself a ResMedian. What really kind of pissed me off about ResMed with Narval is they bought a, a, a seed, They planted the seed and then didn't feed it. Okay. What they just thought was that this thing was, well, we don't really know what we have here, what have you. The hard part with Narval was that it would only go on like 10% of your patients, right? You, mm-hmm. There was limitations to Narval. Yeah. What ResMed really needed and what we wanted ResMed to do was to buy True Function. We yep. wanted them to buy True Function, yep. have Frank run True Function. Yep. So we had Narval, you had a dorsal, you had option A, B, C, D. Uh, right? uh, Herbst, so yeah. then Herbs, you have all of it. So then when I can go promote you to my sleep physicians, yeah no matter where what device they're going on it's going to go on our, our ResMed device right. got it we had visions of growing that um, that di- or visions of growing the division to a 30 40 50 million dollar division and to a ResMed that's just not big enough right. it's kind of yeah. like you know we're a multi billion dollar company so
1: resmed does what 7 billion a year in CPAPs? no they're probably two no two, they well two I, billion. I do have a question on that
0: yeah so then that i was kind of curious then they still sell it all over the world except North America.
2: So they they did not sell it. Um, yeah, people wanted to come buy it, and they did not sell it because they own the rights in Europe, France. It's made in France, yeah. and they dominate in Europe. Yeah, and I they mean, still Narval. They're still.
0: Europe. Remember that percentage over there versus CPAP is crazy.
1: So, now Narval, for me, it was like it was just like the rug was pulled out. Yeah, I mean it was like one one day I was ordering narvals and placing narvals on patients and like literally the next day it was like an, an email that said you, you can no longer um do this wow uh, which which is interesting because i kind of got the same letter for all of my apnea link air devices recently which was like one day i had a whole bunch of them and i was ordering them regularly and the next right. day i was like sorry we're not doing that shit anymore So
0: Matt, on your side of it, does like a corporation and people will dig this because a lot of salespeople watch this, like you just ho humming along, like there was no warning and you got like that call, like, hey, we're having a business meeting on Friday or or three o'clock. So I
2: had actually left for the core side um, about a year nine months to a year before they pulled the plug on it. Okay. So I'd already made the jump um, to
1: the CPAP. Yeah. So you got the core I loved side
2: where I was at ResMed, but I was really frustrated with Narval division. I was very, oh, wow. Frustrated. So
0: you kind of, I jumped okay. ship.
2: I jumped ship. I went to my team and I said, look guys, I love you guys. I love what we're doing. We're family, all of us, but I, I can't keep going in a division where I see they're just not going to help us. So at all. you kind of saw the ride. I saw, I saw it coming. Wow. I saw it because there was just no investment from ResMed. There was no, there was, I mean, they didn't even include us in anything. It was just kind of like, you guys are the redhead stepchildren. And we really thought we could do some really good stuff. They they pulled commission from the core reps on Narval and a whole bunch of stuff and it just, I just saw it coming. And I didn't want to leave ResMed. I loved it there. I loved everything we stood for and what have you. So I made my way to the core side, CPAP side. CPAP,
1: yeah.
0: Now, okay, let's talk about that. So whenever you do that switch, because I've done that in company or been promoted or or whatever Uh, what I always try to tell people great practices whoever that new person is coming in were you able to do the introductions or did you just go to your customers say listen I'm gonna be going a whole different direction how did you handle that because you're still with the company yep just a different division how did we handle that how did we? I well, think, he, he was one of my I, big
2: clients. I think you called me. I think I did. I think you called me and, and said I'm hey, leaving, and this could be a good thing because we could start marketing on. Wanted that to other let side you know and, I'm yeah.
1: going to be doing CPAPs now, and you know, but I'll I'll toss your name out there, and and we can maybe work together. And one
2: of the things I really wanted to do is when I was on the Narval side, we knew the triangle with like there you the go. dentist The physicians, the sleep labs, how that should all work, right? Absolutely. That was a big movement with Narval. Was how do we make it work? But then it came to the kickbacks and all that kind of stuff. So we can never make it work. So when I went to the core side, it was like I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make that triangle work. And that was my promise to y'all, to Kent Smith, to a bunch of dentists. Is mm-hmm. that we're going to make this work. And after about four months of trying it, I just saw my core side doesn't want any side yeah. of that either. Yeah. Well, I was in this influx of what do I do here? Right? It's I fun love of, the dental sleep market, but there's no help on my side for it. And Matt, spot.
0: Y- again, I, I go, uh, I don't look back. I don't have regrets, but then y'all get Brightree. Yep. And I'm like, this... You know what BrightTree is? No. Nah. Okay. Okay. So let me just simplify it. Dan it. I'm going to Dan it. Watch yeah. this. Every patient, every single patient who's ever been on a CPAP, is in this history. Okay. So you, you like get database. S- an amazing database, and ResMed bought it ethically, legally. Now, if they would have had the Norval, you would have seen every single failure. Or someone who's non-compliant, yeah. or someone's age is thirty. I mean, it would have been. It, wonder why I'm still friends with ResMed reps. <laughs> well, well, So uh, I mean, it, it's it's just you, there's the try. There it is. Yep. Yeah. Sleep lab information. Every single person on a on a ResMed machine, and watch this. Not only ResMed machines, BrightTree is used by all
1: other CPAPs as well. Yes. Yeah. So, but but from a sales standpoint, how was that switch for you going from walking into all these places and saying, you know, nobody's wearing their CPAP? See, so I never oh that. no, try, no, never did that. no, 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 no. When he went in, I never did that. Yeah. See, I was
2: always a guy True. that if I walked into a dental office and you were bashing CPAP, man, not a, well, yeah, we no, were no, going to no. have a big conversation.
1: Not bash, But CPAP. even if
2: it was, I didn't like the marketing of, can you not tolerate your CPAP? Can you, I didn't like any of that okay. because there's yep. no reason to go there. There's yep. just none. So yep. I was never a guy, my three years at Narval, whoever had a bad thing to say about CPAP ever. Cause like you were talking about earlier, man, the bad thing about our industry we don't have enough options we really do not have enough options and that's why i love excite right it's like going into best buy and telling a guy i want a new tv and he's like here's your two options yeah right so
1: you know kinky friedman used to call that right i love kinky yeah, so do you remember when Kinky ran for gov? Dang, right. So I I do you remember when Kinky no. ran for gov? So do you know who Freeman Kinky Freeman, Freeman is? Boy, no. Oh, boy. legendary Texas Jew singer, boy? hillbilly yeah.
0: rider, author. Yeah. yeah.
1: Author, he's got some good books. He's, he's a, a saint. Yeah, he's uh you'd <laughs> he, like him. He's got always got a cigar. Uh-huh. Uh always wearing black. Mustache. always in black. Blue. I love it. And uh and and there was one point in time and they, he used to be a part of the Texas Jew boys. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, it was a band, right? Yep. And um, he decides he's going to run for governor mm-hmm. of Texas, but as an independent. And in Texas, you can't run unless you get enough signatures. You, totally, you know, right. and so he would be out there and he'd be like, you know, the only options in politics are paper and plastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need more options, you know, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you, true. You, you, Me all that. It's true. It's true. But I think it, but it goes back to what you were saying. So
0: and I geek out on this stuff so much. Brendan said we were the opposite, right? But it's true, he was in a different time. So when oral devices, notice I say that, when you were selling them, man, it was kind of few and far between. You had TAP, which is OG, Keith Thornton, came out with it and it's still out there. And then you guys were kind of the new ones on the block, but there wasn't much going on. AADSM and AASM were still kind of friendly, yep. right? Yep. Around the time you guys got rid of Norvell, ResMed was jumping. meant when he was there they were the height so when i came into phillips we were um, at least my territory was down yeah i meant it kind of like when i came to Med. full disclosure i came in i was like starting it here only place to go is up but when he was with resmed man it was pumping so i don't think there was any discussion and you tell me if i'm wrong because i remember i'd have to go try to convert people from resmed to now phillips was Respironics. They're like no we're good yeah i joined yeah. resmed we're in good. 2013 and in my yep.
2: training they trained us on airview this whole new yep. thing called airview is just game changer out. and then like two years later i think it was 15 or 16 That's they bought in. Tree. Yep. um and when we had airview and bright tree together Gosh. it was domination it was it was over yeah it was, yeah it was i done. mean for
0: me to get business it was hilarious lower meant, price but i will tell you it it, it taught me how to it, it really honed my sales. Now yeah, I had come from selling chemicals in the oil field, so nothing was gonna. But man, it was. How did was you fun. get into sleep? Um, two. Well, 1999, when I got married to Kel, um, she we couldn't figure out what was wrong with her, and uh, she was losing hair. She was on eight different meds. She thought she was having some psychosis, and found uh, out she wasn't breathing. And her airway was really tiny. She was a small girl, had it, you know, her chin was inverted. Uh, found out, we did a sleep study with a neurologist, said, man, why don't you come in and do this in-lab thing? We're like, what is this? And obviously, if your spouse is going through something, we really think it affected us not being able to have children. Uh, Kelly got on a CPAP and boom. Now, back then, and I tell this story and I asked her permission, back then to wear a CPAP? They were just straight up blowers. Oh, yeah. And doctors would give you value at night to take it because there was no ramp up, yeah. there was no ease, there was none of these things. But in 2005, I uh, met an amazing surgeon from Stanford. I was working in Dallas for Force Pharmaceuticals, really geeked out into the Stanford way of doing things. And Kelly had the full facial surgery, myofacial reconstruction, chin implant. We have my daughter in 2005, and Mia has the exact same. Mia's on it for hers and has been for over three years now. And eventually she'll have to have the surgery. So I've always been involved in sleep. My mother had COPD. And so I was always geeked out. But when I actually started selling is a a personal story uh, where I ended up becoming a single father and I needed to be home every night. And some great friends of mine worked for a company called Respironics. And they said, man, you ought to come work for us. You would be great. And one was in Oklahoma, one was in Louisiana. They had an opening um, in Houston. And so went to the interview with Ben Kitchen, who I absolutely love. And he's like, uh, I got these letters of recommendation, so I'm gonna hire you, but we can't pay you. <laughs> what I said, and I'll never forget this. I go, can I be home every night? And I didn't give him my story. He goes, well, yeah, you, you home every night? So I went and got an apartment in Houston. Mia moved in with me and started 2015 is when I started with uh, Phillips. So You're a good daddy. I, I love that. It. Yeah. And you three, sure are. Three years. I, I got the period. I got the first brawl.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> I got the first heartbreak. I can't imagine. I have all boys. I can't but imagine. But it,
0: uh, it was special, and, you know, we're closer than ever. And my ex-wife's healthy now. Good. Um, everything's good. She good. had a medical uh, condition. And so, yeah, Mia's in Louisiana. But I've been passionate about sleep. For a long time and breathing as an ex-athlete and as someone who i just always promoted it my damn mom you know has copd it, it inspired my brother to become an rt so he's the lead rt uh, memorial herman in houston so yeah and then when i got recruited uh to go to sonomed my current company i was kind of out of sleep um i got laid off with the last big layoff with phillips because i was last one in you know first one out they gave me a hell of a paycheck to leave. And I became a director of managed care for Shield Healthcare. That's why I was in Valencia Yeah, yeah. and covered the nation. And then this thing called COVID happened. And then I got reached out to by a crazy little Jewish man who I love by the name of Lewis Myers and a, a monotone New Jersey guy by the name of Matt Conlin, And they said, man, our company is not where it needs to be. We heard some good things about you. Come take a look and tell me what you think. Uh, Just kind of like a almost a contract deal, and I came in and was like, "Woo!" But this could make it go, and they hired me. And within a month, I met Brandon. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So that's how I got into it.
1: Well, so let's get back to to our guest. Our guest. Yeah. (laughs) Remember, we I get love, confused all I the time. I love your story. But let's get back to the goal. But you've heard it like yeah, a, I have, a
0: couple times. <laughs> On I'm 40 over, different podcasts. Yeah, yeah. even our so, guests are like, okay, when does he yeah. talk of Dan, put that in there. Like, uh, Matt talks about himself again. Again, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Minute number 48. Thank you. Hey, are these sanitized? Because I've touched my lips twice to it. Like, okay. Hey, old habits die <laughs> hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> put the whole thing in. Old um, habits die hard.
1: So Jeez. things were kicking out. You were kicking ass at ResMed. Yeah. Obviously. Yep. Big time. Things were going good. Yep. He's killing uh, me. Uh, and, killing me. And uh, you got the technology. You got the, the people what brought about you leaving ResMed? Why did you leave ResMed? Did you leave ResMed? Was it a layoff? Was it a, what was the situation to get to where you are now? Because I do want to get back into yeah. what we're doing now. Yeah, and yep. what we're yeah. doing yeah. With to get our to side. Now. So that's
2: yeah. a great question. Um, never had an intention of leaving ResMed ever. I, I found home for sure. Um, I was making great strides. I was, um, you know, promoted four times President's Club in three different divisions. The thing that came about was this little company named Signifier. And mm-hmm. um, it started in June, or I'm sorry, January of 2021, where a rep named Tracy Chamberlain left. And Tracy was an absolute S- legend. Stud. At Resmed, legend. Yeah. Stud. Um, and she left for this company where Lori Bellis, who was a 16-year ResMedian, mm-hmm. Matt Sherris, who was a 15-year ResMedian, all top Sean Lawler, who yeah. was a 12-year like, uh, ResMedian, had all left for Signifier. So
1: Signifier was poaching ResMed. Pretty much.
2: Well, it was Matt Sherriss, because Matt Sherris, stud that he is, he was the VP and of he, sales. He grew this company yeah. from ground zero and yeah. said, I know who to go get And to listen, if you're go. gonna
0: go for sleep- Go for and it. And you're gonna go, f- they went for the top of the top. That's awesome. I never got a call. So Pete, no.
2: Pete Babros is a rep in LA who had been at ResMed 16 years, um, won President's Club like six times, Chairman Award winner, 16 straight years of hitting his quota. He quit to go to Signifier. I couldn't believe it. Called Pete, congratulations. Um, where, where the hell is this signifier? What are you guys doing? You guys crazy. And next thing you know, they came calling for me. And it was one of those things, as you know, as a sales rep, kind of your dream always in sales is to start at the bottom, get some share, get some equity you know, hopefully I'm working for the next Nike and I'm on bottom floor with shares and everything. Um, and with the team that they built and the vision that they had and I, I had to do it. Yeah. It was a very, very sad day. I mean, I, like I told you guys, I will always consider myself a ResMedian. Yeah. Always. I, I freaking love ResMed, but it was something I had to do. So I had to go see what it was like.
1: Kudos to you because this is something that I think people struggle with. And I know a lot of dentists, and I'm just going to – this is when I harp on dentists. I know a lot of dentists that are stuck, and the, what they struggle with in getting into sleep is that they're comfortable. Yep. And so to leave something you're comfortable with – to, to move on for a bigger opportunity or growth, that's very entrepreneurial like, and, and that's kind of where I see, you know, that, um, that aspect of things, but, um, that's a big deal It is to be really comfortable, know everything and then leave for what some people could say would be a really big risk. Very big risk. Yeah. And right now it's it's still a big risk. Hold hold on, hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. You're talking to somebody who has an entrepreneurial spirit that's a salesperson. Remember, he said, if I'm not playing baseball, True I'm going to be sales. And you got to understand, I'm going to use another analogy. This is an all-star lineup. Like, I, I joke that I didn't get the call. So like, these guys are the best of the best in sleep from so, around the country. So,
1: what was that like? First of all, like, do, do you have – He not was probably honored to get not, Do you have – is there not like a non-compete or some kind of contractual deal Way different. with ResMed that – yeah, well, there one, probably is, but I mean honestly, Excite <laughs>
2: is not really a competitor yep. to CPAP. And we oh, live it's in not Texas. a competitor to MRDs. Okay. It's, Excite's yeah. business model is look, we're just giving your patients another option. Okay. Right? we, we have been told from day one, do not go poke the CPAP bear because we don't need to. Yeah. That's not our business model. Like you just said, look how massive MRDs are twelve percent of the business. Yeah. Yep. Right? If if Excite could capture five percent yeah. of the business, we're we're 5% of the whole of the, the whole, whole business. worldly business from I Australia mean, I to a, China I, to you name
0: it. And I've always said this to Matt, mm-hmm. even when I saw him at Kent Smith's thing almost a year ago, right? Um, was like, I see a place like, I, again, but y- y'all know me. I work with everybody, but like, but I definitely see a place. Brandon was, is using it. Kent Smith is using mean, it. These guys that we respect. But well, I'm well, telling you, it's...
1: Y- yeah, because again, going, going to back to what what we said, is patients need more options. They need more options. They need more right. options. There's yep. got to be other stuff out there.
2: Because even as a man who loves oral appliances, you know not 100% of your patients are mm-hmm. going on it. As a guy who really loves CPAP, I know 100% of my patients aren't going
1: to
0: And as, CPAP, as a guy who really likes masturbation... There's got to be other yeah. options. I mean, <laughs> just has. as a guy who... Re-
1: <laughs> so... Yeah. So is the team still intact? Is is Signifier still have all the people that left Resmed? Is is everybody still there?
2: Uh, one has left. Okay. One has departed. How come? I'm not going to go there. Okay. Yeah.
1: Can I guess? Can I guess? No. no. Kidding. <laughs> it's unfortunate, though. It's unfortunate. So what do you think now? You're you're in this a, a year. Yep. Uh, one year, pretty much, right? Yep. A uh, year and a half. Yeah. Year, year and, and half. a half. Yeah. Okay. Year and a half. So a year and a half with with Signifier. Yep what's what have you seen over the last year and a half what's the progress that you think you're making what what, what needs to happen more we need
2: we we need a lot more um we we launched let's celebrate opinion, first what what what's the celebrate uh, we're celebrating uh, we're we're crushing i okay. mean we're doing well but the problem with us is i think that we launched too soon if it was me, I would have probably uh, waited till we're, we have a bunch of data that's coming out. Okay. Um, we're trying to get reimbursement. There's a lot of things. Codes. We have a lot of speed bumps in the road yeah. that we have to overcome. Um, it's a cash pay and a bad recession or a bad economy or what have you. Um, there's a lot of, of, of things that, are, that we need to overcome. But the thing with Excite that's awesome is that there's a there there. Um, When it works on a patient, it works and it's freaking fantastic. It's just, we need to learn who does it work on, right? Bioimpedance, we need phenotyping, we need um, snore monitor. There's a lot of things that we need to keep this thing going, um, but there's definitely a there there.
1: So what are you seeing with, with, you know, because the early studies came out and I think it was um, mild and snoring only um, 83% or something like that of people were having success Mm -hmm. and seeing results. Uh, you guys have been doing more studies. Um, what is, what's the new data showing us? What I
2: think we're going to find is that our dosage is not right. And the more you use this at a higher, higher frequency and the longer you use it, um, the better results you're going to have. Okay.
1: Meaning longer because like say this instead is a of twenty minutes a
2: right? So instead of twenty minutes a day, if you can up that to like forty. Yeah. So we did. Um, Dr. Atul Maholtra is doing mm-hmm. a study on moderate for us, and he's doing forty minutes a day rather than twenty minutes a day, and we're seeing really good results. So that's another thing that I wish we would have waited for before we launched. Was like, is this the really? 20 minutes, is that the correct dosage? Is Because what I think is, and you know this, you guys know this, going to the gym, it's great to go to the gym for 20 minutes and do cardio. It's yep. even better to do cardio for 20 and go hit the weights for 20, right? 100%. So no. I, I would like to see this device to where... I'm compliant at 20 minutes, but I have the ability to wear it for 40, 50, 60 if I have the time during. So the
1: day. as you increase that number, though, yep. my concern would be you're gonna you're gonna see less compliance. You're gonna see patients that won't. Maybe. Mo- that's just my concern. I would I would agree with that. That that yep. as you start to increase that requirement, if it's an option. You'll have patients that are kind of like, yeah, I'm going to do extra, like the go getters, right? Yep. The ones yep. that are really into their, right. uh, that are bought in, that are into their care and that are optimizing. The biohackers hackers are going to do 40 because if you say do 20, they're going to say double it. It's better. Thank you. Yep. So, right.
0: Well, I want to cut you off. Think about it. Uh, there's a stigma about depression, right? And when I sold Lexapro, right, we would always say, you know, we can only talk about what we're indicated for. You still have some
1: of that. What's that? You still have some
0: of that? No, I don't. <laughs> but, I, but I've been on it in the last few years. Um, but I will tell you that they start off at five. They check in, hey, we need to up it to 10. Yep. And they'll do it. So compliance is also a gradual. So I'm just giving you my madism. Is that by starting with 20, it's doable. If we just go, if we just start off saying 40, then I think you're right. But if somebody starts off with 20, they check in with their doctor or their dentist, their sleep dentist and go, Man, I'm getting some results. We just did an H it. I'm not snoring as much yeah. up it up 10 more minutes, up it up 10. So I think it's almost gradual, just like the gym. You don't take someone who doesn't go to the gym and go 40 minutes. Hey, so let's to start to
2: this point. Let me add this on. So, and to kind of go where you were. What if we had a snore monitor that was showing you? You're from day one. Yep. You're snoring for 200 minutes, and 10 days into it, you're down to 160 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So, you're, so seeing you're seeing that progress. progress. You're yeah. seeing it, and it's making you. You just like the gym, well, right? The first time you look in yep. the mirror and go, "Oh it's, my God, I see my abs." You want to go? Well, walk. I saw his right? abs yeah. this morning. You did. That's why I said it. Great, yeah, you do look great, dude. Did. Thank you, man. You really did. did. I guess they were Appreciate spooning this morning or yeah. something. No, <laughs>
1: come yeah. on. Yeah. Okay, man. So, speaking of my abs, no, I'm kidding. So. <laughs> and and why do you not have the snore monitor? Is this a, is this because snore lab exists? Yep, and it works great. Yep, and my patients use it, and but it's another app, yep. right? And so the tracking of that over time, I can tell you when I was using Excite, um, I saw results. I yep, saw my too. snore lab um, come down. You know, over over time, um, and so that was. Um, uh, for me that was one of the positive things I was like yeah let's use this on patients." and I, I had great positive I, I have
0: testimonials from a few people um, very much successful uh, so thank you guys for yeah. giving me that
1: I well, really appreciate and, that and I will and and We've, Seriously, I don't know how many patients we do a handful a month um, mm-hmm. of patients because every I will tell you every mile patient that comes in our office. And if you're a dentist treating this and you're not using Excite, you need to contact. me. I agree. Because thank you. Um, I got
0: mad in touch with some people yeah, just
1: the other day because it is an option. And so if you have somebody who's snoring only and your choice is a two thousand dollar or three thousand dollar device versus a $900. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell what we should charge or shouldn't charge a thousand dollars. What do you charge? Whatever you want. $8 million. um, Matt gives them to me for like 50 bucks. So I just (laughs) upcharge the fuck out of it. Um, so not true. (laughs) So, so just tell Matt I sent you. Uh, but no, but every single snoring patient and every single mild patient gets told, here are your options. If you don't want CPAP, We have the excite, and we have the oral device. Right. And here's how this works, and here's how this works. We have a – I say we have a daytime device and a nighttime device. Which one? Oh, do you, I like that. Which one do you want to work with? Which one do you want to try first? Hold on, because if I this like doesn't that.
0: work. So let's say they get up in the morning, if they're wearing oral device, and <laughs> yep. they're kind of just. Is that when they would use it? Because I mean, people work.
1: Well, no. This is people who don't have a device. Okay. okay. So this sorry. is people. Because you so, said morning so, and night. I'm no, sorry. I say daytime and nighttime. Because so, I want to use combination. So you can man. wear this for eight hours a night. Right. And here's what we know about it, and here's mm-hmm. how it works. Or you can wear this for twenty minutes a day. Gotcha, and and you just have to find a time to be consistent about it. But what you were saying—that's yeah, where I want to go—is the more
2: research that comes in. So the conjunction therapy, hundred percent. I think if so I have I like an AHI twenty-eight, better. let's see if this, uh, this con- will knock you down. Combination, to he's I, saying conjunction. I would love. Yeah.
1: And if and yeah. if I can, we had this conversation in Beverly Hills. Yeah. If I could get an insurance coverage yep. that, on top of my device, I could also bill for one of these for a moderate or severe patient, I would put every single patient on both. Because so Brandon, Brandon no watch, me geek him out, watch me geek
0: him out. It's like when I sold a CPAP, yep. then I could sell either a vest, which makes no sense, or a cough assist, same coating, but I could do both. Yep. Yeah. So I could shake yeah. up the bronchial or I could do a cough assist and I could do a CPAP. Yep. Why should you not be able to? Because one's working on the yeah, muscle. I agree. And now, it's no disrespect to Dr. Thornton, but when I was back
2: in my oral appliance days, I thought the tap is just terrible where you're infusing a mask and an oral appliance I together. I will tell you, I mean, it's, I, it's I tap, so bad. Tap, tap, it's, it's patients will, don't want that. It's so bad, you're going a hard therapy with a hard therapy and yeah, you're
1: infusing I, them together. Yeah, I mean, patients I, don't want that. Now speaking of conjunction he's therapy, though, defend speaking, it. Of, speaking of conjunction, not defending. speaking <laughs> of combination <laughs> therapy, speaking of conjunction therapy, yeah. as Goebel just uh, said it, where are you going? Um, <laughs> conjunction therapy. How important is nasal breathing? very incredibly extremely and and so even if you're using the excite yeah i would say you should be breathing through your nose 100%. when you're sleeping yep. every night a hundred percent have you heard about airway stents no okay airway stents i might need some because i'm a mouth breather yeah i this, wear a full this, face mask this I'm company a mouth is uh from Alaxo, and uh we are we are blessed to partner with them and i'm using this on my patients now as well And we've seen, uh, just really good benefits. And and one of the really cool things about airway stent. so what it is, it's a, it's a mesh stent that goes into your nose, two Mm -hmm. to three inches long. You're a shorter guy, probably. So maybe two inches, maybe three. I don't know how long your airway is. Uh, I can measure later, (laughs) but if you put this mesh up there and it has this little tube and you pull it out and then it expands. And it just literally just opens up like a catheter in a heart vessel. Yep. Um, And it just opens up the airway. And we've seen MRIs and and cone beams that show how much opening they get and how much better they're able to breathe through their nose. Um, The tricky part when I first was looking at this was getting it in. Mm -hmm. Um, But once you figure that out, it's, it's really golden. And one of the really cool things about airway stents is they have a care team. So when patients, like if if you were to prescribe this for your patients, they kind of take over they'll call the patient they'll walk them through it they've got videos they've got like a support That's team good. much like excite yep. has that follow-up yep. with patients they do that as well and so uh, shout out to airway stents right now uh, one of our partners we're using it with our patients again if if you're not using it um look into it because if your patients aren't nasal breathing you're 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 missing the boat you've got to give those breathing. a try yeah so so check it out look into that but excite osa has this kind of similar philosophy of being able to improve patient compliance. Yes. Right? Yes. So tell us a little bit about like how does that work when a patient gets on Excite. Or if I send a patient to Excite, what are what are they doing to ensure that the patient's
2: using it? So as soon as they activate the device, they get an email introduction from a sleep advocate um, that is going to be their quote unquote sleep coach for the first phase of the therapy. Um, there's in-app chat features in the app that they can communicate with their sleep coach. They can have daily calls, what have you. But it's essentially just to keep them on track. It's to answer any questions. It's, it's, it's yeah, As you guys know, I mean, Respironics charge a lot of money for PAMs. Um, ResMed charges a lot of money for ResMed 360, and that's essentially giving Respironics and ResMed the ability to monitor your patients to keep them compliant. Mm-hmm. We're doing all that on the back end for free. The cool part about Excite oh, wow. is that it's built digitally. It's a digital platform where Respironics and ResMed want to go to the digital platform. That's where we built our company is digital. So we can do all that kind of stuff pretty easy. It's okay. just monitoring patients. It's rather easy.
1: And and what are you seeing with compliance? for? Because I'll tell you with our patients, we're seeing probably around 90, 95% compliance. Wow. That's tremendous. We are, yep. and, and probably above the 83% success. For yep. the mild and, and snoring-only patients, right. yep. I would say 9 out of 10 are coming back happy. Uh, when but, do you see them back, Brandon? Like, so let's say you put me on it. Man, that's and a great we- question for my team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's fair. Um, I want to say we see them back at six weeks. Okay. Is so that about the appropriate weeks. follow-up? I would
2: yeah. always say six to eight weeks. Yeah. Throw them on an HST. Let's yep. make sure they're hitting this sweet yeah. spot. So yeah. six yeah. to
1: yeah. eight weeks, we do a follow-up HST yeah. to cool. make sure, you know, if they have an AHI of, uh, say, 12, we mm-hmm. want to see that that has come down. Yeah. Um, and, and now if they are snoring only, it's a really subjective so th- thing that you just took my thing. Yeah.
0: So for, you know, you know, my big thing on, but why, AHI, but,
1: but why but, don't we have a snore tracker and why don't yeah. we have like, and maybe I'm that, wrong, but like, can the doctors that are prescribing this for their patients or the dentists prescribing this for their patients, similar to AirView, log in and see the compliance or see that the patient's Yes, they it. have a portal. Okay. Yep, so, y'all have a portal so that you that. can see your patients. Yep. Why do
2: they not have a snore monitor? I mean, just to be completely blunt, and I'll look right in the camera to my company, I don't think they respect it enough. Okay. I, I don't think they see it as like a silver bullet that is well, going to... But in my opinion, look, there is a major study done by Dr. Atul Malhotra, all right? He did 125,000 CPAP patients. 65,000 were on AirView with MyAir, which is a patient engagement, a snore monitor. Yep. Mm-hmm. 60,000 were on just AirView. The 60,000 on AirView had a compliance of 70%. The 65,000 on AirView and MyAir had a set, uh, 87% compliance rate. Right? Okay. Seven, 17% delta from adding them onto MyAir. Why? Because now the patient's engaged the patient's in engaged. their therapy. I'm, yeah. yeah. So them. if yeah. you, if we had a snore monitor, not only is it showing your progress, but it's engaging your patients. Yeah. They just have this philosophy that a, a patient has to set up the app every night, they have to point it towards the bed and all this kind of stuff,
0: and it's homework.
2: I, I don't agree with so that. So I'm yeah. gonna tell you, I don't so agree. I'm gonna, act, wanted the I'm gonna monitor act like, right I'm gonna act like yeah.
0: you guys hired me at Excite OSA. Yep. I'm selling the shit out of a snore monitor with this. And meaning I'm, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to whoever, Tell the patients to be on that because I agree with that. And I, I disagree with your company's view. Totally. But I agree with you. Yep. The more control, I'm big on this word, it's not a negative word, that you give the patient, the more they will succeed. We, yep. we, for some reason, think that we have to baby it, take care of everything. We're looking at right now because of COVID, especially because of COVID, that we could do more things at home, self-monitor. We just went to that conference. I yep. agree with you. If Excite would have been there, could you imagine how many they would have sold? A bunch.
2: Well, Matt, and I have a philosophy too, and I've said this forever and ever. When you have a patient who is educated on what's going on inside them, they're engaged in their therapy, you're going to have a compliant patient. Yeah, 100%. And I've always, always preached to my, my partners that if you're not educating your patients what's going on inside them and you're not keeping them engaged in that therapy, they're not going to be compliant. Agree. They're not. They're not, to, they're just not, the So education a monitor part, engages the education
0: that. part will help that motivation yep. and will help them stay. I, I agree. Um, but Brandon asked a good question. I, I, I assumed that you guys had something with that. Cause I remember looking at the app that just showed me how long I stayed on. Not yet. I've it's been here monitor. 18
2: months, 17
0: months
1: begging for that. Not yet.
0: Okay. I mean, I don't well, want to get don't anybody be bitter, trouble, but yeah, a little it. bitter about it. Yeah, that's okay.
1: Uh, they'd be a fool to get rid of you anyway. So oh, I, they know I'm not happy with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, they know so that. So I'd hire them So you, you said things are going well. <laughs> uh, numbers are going up. Mm-hmm. More devices are getting used. More people are prescribing it. More people are using it. Awareness is going up. You guys got a great Instagram campaign. Yep. Uh, check them out on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they are. What are you and on And LinkedIn, LinkedIn. No, no, and all that. I'm f- not on Instagram. I okay. don't no, no. LinkedIn. Well, I'm not either, but yeah. there's. Some, I am. No, y'all yeah, do have a great have, Instagram, I, Facebook. You know, it pops up. The USA yep. uh, yep. people pop up Absolutely. all the time. Um, and, uh, and, and so things are going well, but you said it still feels like it's a big risk to you. What, what do you think, wh- where's the future here? What's the risk level? Are you feeling more comfortable? Are you, are you still feeling like this is-
0: Well, he's mad right now. You got him all fired up.
2: <laughs> no, I feel very uh, excited. I, I think um, the global impact this product can have, I mean, just not America, the global impact. It's just, we're a long way away. Yeah. And I think upper management thinks that it should be happening today because it's such an easy product to adhere to. Yeah. Um, we're showing great results, what have you. But there's a lot of, th- look, well, I joined ResMed in 2013. ResMed was inception in the 80s. At 2013, ResMed was still a $30 stock, yeah. right? It took, it took ResMed a long time to become the giants they are. And you just don't break into the sleep industry and a year later, you're a, a giant, yeah. you, you just aren't. And I think the expectations are here when reality is here. And I think that's the only risk right now that I see with this product yeah. is that management thinks we should be further than we are.
1: So what's on the horizon? What's, what's upcoming for them and, and how are we gonna push this further? Absolutely. Perfect you know. the product, perfect
2: okay. it. It needs to be perfected. We need to know correct dosage, phenotyping. If I could come to you and say, hey, Dr. Hedgecock, do this kind of phenotyping, mm-hmm. and you'll know exactly who this is going to work for and who it's not, that'd be tremendous. Oh, that'd be. That'd be tremendous. Because yeah. if you could say, look, I know for a fact it's your genioglossus, that's your root mm-hmm. cause, this yeah. thing is going to be tremendous for you, or, sorry, your tongue is in good shape, if what have you, you've got to go either CPAP or more oral appliance. Yeah. So when we get there, that's going to be huge. I have and that's questions.
0: coming. Is, I, one of the questions I thought, and I know we probably need to wrap up, but. I just see such an opportunity for paralysis, yep. for multiple sclerosis, yep. for, I meant, when we first had the, the first episode, that was one of the things that really stuck with me. And maybe because I know people um, that have it, is there any kind of studies being done with, with that right now? I
2: think there's, we have a patent on a whole bunch of that kind of stuff. I Man. think they want to do the sleep stuff first okay. and then go to there. My biggest thing with this though, and they don't want to hear this, but this is the best device in the world for snoring. There's just no question about it. They don't wanna get pigeonholed in that segment though because of reimbursement. Yeah. We need reimbursement. But for right now with a cash pay and the, we're living in a cash pay industry, yep. I, mean, I mean the segment of snoring is cash pay. There is nothing better in the market, especially because it's 100% money back guaranteed. So if this doesn't See, knock out right your there, snoring, if this to, doesn't work, then yeah. we'll
1: try something else. Yeah. But if it does,
2: you don't have to wear anything
1: else. It's tremendous. Yeah, and, but for, for snoring, you have to have some way to measure that yep. in order to... <laughs> like a snore monitor? Hey, like I talked to my monitor. wife, and but, she said, but, hey, it's yeah, working. Yeah, you know, it, but I, look, I love this product, and I think it's coming a long way, and, and I'm liking what we're seeing with patients. I agree with you. Uh, nothing happens overnight no. in this industry, right. uh, but you guys are doing good work, and you're providing a good service to patients and a good alternative to a lot of patients. Oh, oh. oh.
0: It's alright. We'll cut it out. Dan, the man. <laughs> Dan's only moved that sign four times.
1: Yeah, since we since we've been here. Um, well, on that note, <laughs> so so I appreciate what you guys are doing, and I, I would encourage you to continue you know the hard fight because yes, um, I, I really do see benefits for my patients. Yep, and 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 that's what I at the end of the day. Um, I could care less where the company goes. Uh, what I care about is that my patients are getting what they there need and yep. taken care of. So, yep. you know, keep up that and thank you for what you do. And thank you for being a good friend of mine and a good friend of, uh, you know, a lot of people in this industry uh, over the years. Yep. Yeah,
0: Matt, your name, um, and, and I'm not just saying it because Matt, your, your first and last name, you're just a good man. And, uh, you know, I can't thank you enough. There's I just wish there was more of you. Out there, I feel um, the same
2: with you guys. And look, I'm going to give you all some kudos, too. Uh, Dr. Kerr, um, there's not many dentists that are saying we'll introduce this to every mild patient who walks in the door because of the fear you guys make more money on oral devices. We clients. make more money on oral devices. There's no secret behind yeah. that. But y'all and we have know the they f- work. We're comfortable. Yeah. and But y'all oh. have the philosophy of, look, it's going to work out in the long run because more people are going to gravitate towards Wait the a second. Do, did just We
0: just give credit to Max Kerr. Absolutely. Make sure <laughs> no,
2: Max Kerr has been really, I, I love. Dr. Kirk, I I love Dr. Kirk, he's He's phenomenal, great guys. But Matt and and Brandon, I mean, I love hanging with you guys. I love this space, I love this industry. Um, I, I love the work that y'all are doing. Um, what I really like about this group right here is we're not about our money or what have you, it's about patients. Yeah, and all of us are very passionate about patients. And because of that, we have the success that we have. And it's like, I tell my partners all the time, if you have a healthy patient, you have a healthy practice.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently and, I need to be more passionate because I don't drive a nice truck like you. No, oh. I think you're a pretty passionate dude. <laughs> I follow on that, you on LinkedIn. You're and and on that point, dude. uh, cheers,
2: Phyllis. Matt, thank you for sleeping <laughs> thank around. You, thank Dr. you. Dr.
0: Brandon, Matthew, you're the
2: man. you Ma- How can I be the man when you're the man How can I be the man when the sun goes down-